0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. A lot of stuff to cover on this July 4th holiday weekend. Hopefully, you're talking about boating and maybe not out on the water at the moment because it's nuts out there. And I can report (laughs) from first-hand experience that's across the country because I just got back from out west. I was uh, doing a little family trip. Out to Bear Lake, Utah, which is just a couple, uh, maybe three, four hours away from uh, Skinwalker Ranch, where the UFOs are. Uh, oh, that, yeah. By, have you seen that show, Barry, on History Channel, The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch?
2: No, I didn't Jeez, know there, on, was, man. I thought there was a Skywalker <laughs> Ranch. I didn't know there well, was Patrick, a It's
1: they're out there. <clears throat> It's being reported on, uh, even on the mainstream media, they're jumping on this UFO bandwagon. What is
2: wrong with you? The truth well, is I, out there. That's right.
1: And I, I was on a search for it. I was on Bear yeah. Lake, you, uh, on the lake, and I was looking up in the skies at night. Did you I get saw, probed? No, I didn't. You know, I lost <laughs> out on that. Oh, well, <laughs> did you <adventure>? get extra? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got you to gotta pay extra for that. When you I was walk Walker Ranch. Yeah, but he, uh, didn't, he didn't get the probe package. We, we were like too a
1: place. We were too far away to uh, experience oh, okay. any UFO activity. But we did uh, t- partake in some of the boating activities <laughs> they had there. Wait, wait, you were Lake. too
2: far away. That makes no sense. It's a UFO. It's traveled billions of miles.
1: Yeah, but they they actually live under a mesa. And on Skinwalker Ranch, the the alien aircraft that they're finding. Oh, okay. Greg,
3: Greg is a living, walking, talking version of the National Enquirer.
1: No, that is incorrect. Oh. This is a TV show on <laughs> History Channel. <laughs> oh, must well, it's be a real. TV show.
2: It must be true. It Must
1: be true. Patrick Weekly World
2: News. There you go. <laughs> you guys. You guys. You, you're
1: skeptics now. But you know what? When you know. I, no, I'll know when the now. probing is happening and, and when it's coming. Uh, you guys are going to be totally surprised. <laughs> who, so
3: who, is, who has been the one person that you've been on this show with for the last 15 years who has consistently questioned just about everything, Greg?
1: Uh, Barry?
3: Okay, besides
1: me. Uh, Mike?
3: Uh, see, he, he just over... For the last fifteen, so years. so Patrick, what you are
1: saying, before. you're admitting on the world of boating today that you, you're, you're, you yourself, you're one of the aliens. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Yes, because correct. I would that buy is that
3: exactly what I'm saying. By anyway, never. Okay, no, I moving he on. Was born down here, so All he's right. not an
0: alien.
1: Well, yeah, we didn't get to Skinwalker Ranch, but we did get to uh, Bear Lake, Utah, and it's a beautiful <laughs> lake. Which honestly, I didn't know anything about it uh, before uh, getting out there.
3: And how disappointed were you when there were no bears in the lake?
1: Actually, there are no bears in the entire area anymore. The last big grizzly bear was like 1990 or something. I don't know. And it's, they have a statue in honor of Elfin or whatever his name. They named it. They named the last grizzly bear seen in that area of Utah. But regardless, <laughs> uh, we went out. Uh, they had this beautiful lake. It's called like the Caribbean of the West, this lake, because it's very turquoise blue. It's a beautiful, beautiful lake. Yeah, the uh, only
3: people who call it that are the people who
2: live there. But go on.
1: And every tourism you know, document you look up online sure, or line Sure, of course. Everywhere. That's how you sell it. Uh, but but it's it's because of the makeup of the, the sandstone. It kind of changes the color of the water, makes it that turquoise Caribbean kind of blue color. Uh, you know, that you would see out out on the ocean. So it's It's a beautiful place. And then, you know, mountainous background and, you know, even snow-capped mountains in the distance. I mean, it's just an amazing place. Purple mountains, majesty. But what was missing <laughs> was a lot of the water. <laughs> I mean, so we yeah. we'd go out of our little condo uh, thing. We had brought a bu- bunch of fun, uh, family together for a reunion and had a, like, a huge house that was supposed to be on the lake front. But the uh, lakefront had ex- extended probably almost a half a mile away from the house because the water level of the lake is extremely low, uh, and uh, it was quite a unique experience uh, walking out there to the water's edge because you know first off you get your steps in for a day just going back and forth from the from the lake from one trip, but but it was like whoa look at the water how low it is I mean all the docks are exposed a lot of you know uh you know seabed or or lake bed there <clears throat> uh, was exposed mm-hmm. to, but you know that said there are still plenty of boaters a lot of personal watercraft out there you know it's a pontoon kind of thing cuz it's mostly uh, those type of boats
3: yeah they call out that out the at. caribbean bed of the west by the way okay
1: yeah close enough and uh yeah it, it's a, a beautiful place though but the water level i was like gosh i wonder how this is going to affect you know, people going out on the water, and you know they didn't need docks because basically they were just driving their cars right out there on the exposed uh, lake bed <laughs> and uh, launching. Always a good idea. Yeah, it uh, must
2: it must be hard packed then.
1: Uh, well, I, well, I to a certain extent it was. In some areas it was a little soggy. Yeah, and uh, you could see where people could get stuck and that kind of thing. But the people that uh, <laughs> people that were adventurous enough, I mean, it can kind of look like Daytona Beach. You know, <laughs> driving out there on the beach in Daytona, Florida. So, uh, but, but regardless, he got out on the water. Uh, I mean, it wasn't crazy, uh, you know, busy, but we went out and we actually rented a, a pontoon boat, did some water skiing for a day and it was just beautiful. I mean, oh my you gosh. skied
2: off a pontoon boat. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I've never seen that. Okay. What? We,
1: we, we actually Not rented a, a pontoon, a powered pontoon boat, uh, that was capable of speeds fast enough to tow a water skier for wow. about All four right. hours, 20 now,
3: miles an hour. <laughs>
1: it, it, I, <clears throat> I think he went a little faster than that.
3: What, was this but, was this an inboard, outboard uh, pontoon boat, or was this an outboard? Uh, it was outboard. Uh, single engine or twin engine? Single. Twin right. pontoon or tri-pontoon?
1: Mm, I think it was twin. I'm not positive. Eight and a half foot beam or ten and a half foot beam? Uh, yes.
3: <laughs> 23 <laughs> foot... <foil?
1: laughs> What I've gotten every answer correct so far. What do you want from me? Just making it up He's as he goes. Not making anything up. I was right. <laughs> but no, it was. Uh, I'll tell you the the vessel was uh, relatively new. It was a uh, well t- you know maintained. It was a rental company uh, there by uh, Bear Lake, and we went out. I mean, and I'll tell you they they charged a pretty penny to rent it for four hours though. It wasn't cheap, but we could take uh, you know fifteen people. Bucks. 15 people out on this thing
3: five hundred dollars
1: i'm not even gonna say but you're not really close <laughs> but
2: and, and they're getting guitar, they're, so they're getting
1: whatever one. they are asking let me put it that way there was yeah. plenty of demand and uh we actually did it even during the week in the off you know time frame because as soon as like friday saturday sunday even thursday came around man it was like people were coming out of the woodwork you know all the mormons in the area i guess flocked to the area you I know. assume it was <laughs>
2: warm up there.
1: <laughs> it was you know it was uh, beautiful and uh, it was not that bad cuz you're about 5000 feet elevation just enough to take the edge off, Barry. So getting <gasps> away from Can't the Florida humidity and getting out on the water and say it was uh, was awesome because you got just enough of the humidity back where you didn't dry out like you're on the desert. Ah, but mm-hmm. it was still, you know, it was drier. It was like in the 80s. So, you know, it was a nice cool-off period for us Florida folks that are dealing with the 90s and 95s. And, you know, heck, we, you know Barry and I can go out, of the, go out of our houses right now with our scuba gear and count it as a scuba dive. The humidity yeah, it's, it's,
3: is so uh, high in Florida right now. It's nuts. Yeah. And Greg, since, yeah. since you are, uh, you've been tracking all the accurate information from your trip, how yeah. far has the lake dropped?
1: A long, long way i don 't know what feet it was it doesn 't matter I mean you know what you, you want it to put put it, it, it in perspective of Lake Mead, which is getting all the attention right now online. If you look up uh, Lake Mead on youtube there 's people doing videos they found dead bodies you know i don 't know if they found any dead bodies in Bear Lake. But there's definitely been enough of water receding that they could find some stuff that had been exposed. But I hadn't heard anything it, uh, like had that. If you pissed but, off
2: your wife, they may have found one.
1: But but it, it, it's nuts. The the water levels. I mean, I don't even know if you can get a boat practically into Lake Mead right now. And you know, I know what they were doing at Bear Lake. They were just you know going out on the on the water's edge and just taking boats and launching them right there from you know kind of like the beach that had been created. Yeah. It goes uh,
3: I wonder, the environment has been exposed for us greatly. Let's go and destroy it to get our boats out on the water.
1: Well, they weren't destroying nothing. There was nothing there. I mean, it was, uh, you know, the good thing is you didn't have to scuba dive to know what the lake bottom looked like because you just walk out on it, which was pretty much a little bit of grass and, you know, scrub and stuff. More coming up. Stay close. You're
0: listening to the World of Boating
1: Radio Network.
0: You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh, look at this. So much fun. You'll ship your pants. You'll
1: ship your pants, bro! <laughs>
0: Singing and dancing. Singing and dancing. Singing and dancing. Singing and dancing. When that great, great ship, ship comes, ship in. comes in.
1: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. Mike, the mariner, rounded out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And just tell you about some of our experiences, like my uh, recent visit to Bear Lake, Utah beautiful place i'd highly recommend it if you want to go out there and do some boating and water skiing you know jet skiing that kind of thing i will tell you you know we actually went out on a a personal watercraft uh for a little bit too and to me you know going out on a lake uh on a jet ski or wave runner type of thing um kind of boring
2: yep oh you like the waves yeah of
1: course i mean you know you can get get to places you know one end of the lake to the other lake uh, very quickly on a personal watercraft for sure but it's it's just not the same if you don't have some waves to kind of jump and you know well, when you get into you know jumping over pe- people's wakes you know that's not exactly no, the safest no, situation no, to, do don't anyway. want to do that.
3: yeah but you know where where jet skis for me where they really come into play especially here in Florida uh is all these backwater areas where traditional boats uh really can't get into and if you're really into kind of discovering those those areas, it allows you, because of the shallow draft, to really get back into parts of the water where a lot of people are not able to get to.
1: Right. Okay. right. And, and I will say, I mean, you know, the scenery at Bear Lake, Utah was phenomenal. I mean, it was there, but, but once again, you know, the lake shores, the lake shore. So, you, you get a little desensitized to it after a few minutes, and you're like, okay, I want to do something with this thing. Well, there's the water's like glass clear and um there's it it's it's like a you know pool you know there's no yeah. waves not even a ripple half there's the time. And, if you're,
3: and if you're into fishing now that the water is as the lake has shrunk makes the fishing a lot easier
1: well maybe but uh i don't know fishing <laughs> off of uh, personal watercraft not not wasn't uh on the agenda for us
2: yeah but that's that's huge too well i'm sure oh yeah I down here been. you'll find uh You'll find those wave runners with uh, rod holders and everything set up in them.
1: Right. But they're more fun to putz around on the ocean because you got, you know, various type of you jump waves, waves yeah. and things. And, you know, they, it makes it a little bit more entertaining. So, yeah, I mean, that, just yeah. that's just my thing. Whatever. Right. You know, it is what it is. But, yeah, water levels down in some of these lakes out west. But it's not, uh, you know, it's not, you know, curtailing the boating activities that you can take advantage of and uh, experience. So get out there and do it where's the 4th of July or not. Now, uh, Mike the Mariner is actually down in Fort Pierce this weekend. And as you can see on YouTube, Facebook Live and Twitch, he's been uh you've been seeing a lot of camera movement going on possibly because he's uh you're at the Seal, the Navy Seal uh, museum. Yes. Is that what it and is? And he's being
4: chased by zombies. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's the it's the uh US Navy Seal Museum and uh you know just to take an opportunity to say, you know, we have uh, other other days that we uh, honor those that uh, have fought for our freedoms, but I yeah. uh, just want to say thanks to everybody out there that, that has fought uh, for this nation and, and the wonderful things that uh, we're able to experience as Americans. So
1: Absolutely. Uh, Great 4th yeah, of July thing to do there, Mike the Mariner. So, so that so was, is this an annual thing you do uh, this weekend or just happened to be there this weekend?
4: Well, we we have a place uh, nearby. I actually come to the Navy SEAL Museum quite often, and we and anytime we have friends that have never been, uh, we we try to bring them here. And so we're here with some friends, and they're to, they're taking the tour right now. Yeah, uh, I'm outside uh, enjoying the the, the, the wonderful uh, fall like you know weather. <laughs> yeah, it's actually boring You're getting exactly one of those dives
1: before. in that I was talking about that Mary Barry and yeah. I take advantage of uh, in Florida right now.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, if, you, if, but, if you if you get a chance to come to Fort Pierce, I absolutely recommend a, a visit to the Navy Seal Museum. There's a lot of good history here. It's a really great place to yeah, visit. Yeah.
1: So, what are you gonna what are you gonna find? What are you gonna see? I mean, I see some of the stuff behind you, but I can't really tell there, what it is there's,
4: exactly. There, there's some really good, and I'm and I'm trying to uh, stay in a in, in a non windy area, so I don't have uh, a lot of wind noise on the microphone. But mm-hmm. there's a 80 uh, foot uh, jet powered uh well it's diesel powered but it has uh, jet drives like a like a uh like a jet ski uh and um, that's what's on camera now it's yeah. a it's an assault boat that takes navy seals and you know up rivers and you know at night and cloak and dagger missions there's submarines here there's all kinds of uh fast assault boats i think i actually in- see
1: uh like a boot camp uh you know uh trail or something behind you that you could like Work out like right. a Navy SEAL? Is that what that is? Yeah, it is. You, you absolutely yeah. can.
4: Yes. If you sign, if you sign a waiver, you can actually do uh, this partial obstacle course that is patterned after what uh, what the Navy SEALs are actually trained to do. And Go you've to- done
1: it how many times, Mike?
4: I have never done
3: this one. What Redef- try- redefine? print well, trying- on that release because if you complete that course,
4: you have signed up for service. Wow. <laughs> I am I am trying not to die. That's the issue. So okay. <laughs> but, All right. uh, no. Anyway. Fantastic place. I highly recommend it. I I bring people here every time I every time I get a chance to lots of great history inside the building. There's a Black Hawk helicopter. And I don't know if you remember the Mersk, Alabama, that the the, the Navy SEALs rescued the captain Um, that, you know, they were Mersk, Alabama was uh, taken over by pirates over in the Indian Ocean. Yeah, Uh, that that lifeboat uh, is here in this building. Yeah, and really, it's
1: really, really cool to see. Brian that was uh, that Tom boat. Hanks' boat, wasn't it?
4: Right. Okay. Yes, exactly. That movie was, and uh, that that that, um, that lifeboat uh, was actually delivered here by Merck. Um, they 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 donated the boat and mm. shipped it from the other side of the world to the Navy SEAL Museum and delivered it here. Well, there you I, go. I, so, I assume
2: they washed <laughs> out all the blood from the pirates.
4: No, they no. Did, but the bullet but the bullet holes are still there. <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, it's a really cool place to go. Uh well, there you go. So uh,
1: yeah. Navy SEAL Museum in Fort Pierce, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh Google it and you find it, put it on your list of things yes. to do, whether it's the fourth of July Absolutely. weekend. Absolutely. Uh, or yeah. not. So you're you're out doing that with some friends. Uh Barry, you've been taking your uh, boat out, I hear. Uh what what's it's, the latest on uh getting your boat back out on the water?
2: I, I took surpri- Surprise out a week ago, and she ran beautifully. I took it all the way down from uh, Port Everglades uh, through the hollow rainlet, and they did uh, dredge the hollow sandbar. Yay! Really? It so is, it took uh, all the fun man. away. Yeah, it's uh, six feet at high tide in the sandbar, and the Intracoastal port is even deeper now. It's about 14 feet.
1: Mm. So nobody's uh, losing all their... Uh uh crew members now, when they're trying to put out there in the in the waves' Cause it's well easier you can to navigate. Skip,
2: i mean you can still th- yeah I mean you don't see any boats grounding right now, uh and you can still throw an anchor out uh at low tide, I figure it's going to be about four feet deep, so the the only people that may float away are the little ones they may flow out the inlet right but uh well, you yeah. should be able to youtube videos
1: have uh diminished practically now probably if if this is the case,
2: well, except for the people that uh. Go through the inlet when there's uh, four to five foot rollers in the outgoing sea. Right, which uh, those is, are always fun.
1: Okay, yeah. So they st- I, they're I, still I did, doing that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I did uh, go all the way down through the Intracoastal down to uh, Key Biscayne. I visited my old uh, snorkeling area where I used to snorkel as Jacques Cousteau.
1: Really? All Man. right. Well, let's get the full report next, as well as what uh, he's been doing with his trailer. You know, the Barry's tale of. Trailer Horror Stories. or ah, I forget what it's... We'll cut and get to that next. Stay close.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott.
1: Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths.
0: Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase.
1: One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious.
0: Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
1: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldaboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter.
0: Successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
2: Brian, we've got to get on that ship. Attention, passengers. The karaoke contest will begin in five minutes. Okay, now we've really got to get on that ship. Look at me, I'm ship face.
1: I'm knot a the a space. these yachties, I'm out of place. I'm ship-faced. We're in the right place here for the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information on this 4th of July weekend. Hopefully you're making the best of it. What else do we got to cover today for everybody on this holiday uh weekend there, Patrick?
3: Uh we want to run over to Mike because he is in uh imminent danger. Uh oh, why? What do you do now? <laughs> uh well apparently Navy SEALs are coming for him. So, <laughs> wow. Created an
1: international incident here at the World of Boating yes. once again.
3: Yeah. He Wouldn't he failed to get time. permission to broadcast from their facility. I told him. Yeah. But uh go ahead, Mike. What happened? <laughs>
4: no so uh, i actually learned something interesting last week uh when we got back to our home port, pulling into the uh pulling into the slip i noticed that the uh florida wildlife commission was on the dock ah there was there was a boat there and there were uh, two officers walking up and down the dock i thought you know I, i don't think i've ever seen them do that before so i wasn't sure what that was about well it turns out you know not to talk crap or anything, but that's uh-huh. actually what they wanted to inspect. They wanted to inspect uh, my uh, sanitary system on the boat.
1: Ah, uh-huh. say so, so, hey, uh, yeah. we got reports of a stinky smell coming from your vicinity. <laughs> right. So, so they were inspecting all the boats in our
4: marina. Yeah. Um, and uh, by, by the way, I'll I'll say this: they were super professional, very nice guys. Yeah. Uh, very educational. They handed me some some paperwork and they did check my uh Coast Guard documentation and all that as well. Yeah. But uh so when when they, you know, they told me what they were there to inspect, I said, "Okay, well this is going to be easy because I my my boat's configured properly and and I showed them that my uh seacock was was uh, closed and that it
1: was Whoa. secured." And hey, no. uh what? Nothing. What? Uh, did they give you any (laughs) of those uh, come on man did they give a a, proper nautical term here (laughs) let's just moving on moving on just don't go there yeah did they give you any of those purple ink pills to put down your toilet or no 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 No,
4: actually because because my system uh is currently disconnected um Mm. by choice by choice so there is no way for me to to dump my waste overboard unless uh, I have to pump it out, so it's it's uh, configured in a way that that part of the conversation was very short and sweet. They were like, "Okay, you're you're fine." Yeah. So, but I learned something interesting. Okay. There is a new regulation out for for vessels uh, that have uh, waste systems. You have to, especially if you're a live aboard. There's a, the, the, the statute isn't extremely clear. If you are not live aboard, like if you have a, a boat like I do, I don't live on it, but I'm there a lot. But the statute states that you have to have a full year's record of all of your pump out yep. activity. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. I did not know that. And so and you have to, it,
1: let, let me get this straight. You have to log your boating yes. bow movements. Yes. You wow. have to log your boating bow movements huh.
4: uh, and have a year's worth of records. On hand on your vessel, which currently I do not have because I did not know that existed, and I told him that, and he said well it 's a new regulation so we 're educating people about that regulation mm-hmm. yeah they, so they they 've had
3: that kind of up like in the Great Lakes area, where they you also had to have on board a discharge plan um, mm-hmm. if you got boarded that would that would show the authorities how you go about discharging waste or pumping out waste from your vessel.
1: They want to see if you're regular.
2: You you can't just tell them <laughs> you, you hold it in until you get back to dock. Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it's a little ridiculous.
1: Why? Why do you well, say that that, that, Patrick? that part
4: of it is because you can only do it one way. If, if, I mean, if you're pumping out, it's, it's pretty straightforward. There's, mm-hmm. there really isn't a plan other than you got to find a Marina that's ready to take you. Um, so I, you know, I, I was surprised about the the, the records issue, so I, I made a phone call to my marina, and and sure enough, they said, "Yeah, we keep all the records every time you pump we we pump your boat out." So
1: mm-hmm. in
4: my marina, they they bring a pump out boat to my vessel, pump it out, and
1: you know. Yeah, here, here's others. the I mean, problem, though. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I know a captain uh, who has kind of a rule on his liveaboard boat that he doesn't. Allow people to uh, use the facilities. Correct. And, and so, <laughs> yeah, if, he obviously because he doesn't want to deal with the problem of having to pump his uh, tank all the Incorrect. time. Correct. No, that is why he does this. He doesn't want to have to pump his his uh, that, tank all I, the time. So I, he, that's
3: what he's telling you, but that ain't the reason.
1: Well, what's the reason then, Patrick? Because, Since I know him and you don't,
3: <laughs> because because you don't want that odor. In your boat, especially one that you live aboard. it I've been on plenty of boats over 36 years, and you know the ones that they either don't pump out their waste tank regularly, or that waste has been sitting in there for a very, very long time. Yeah. And it's like living inside of that waste tank when you go inside those boats. It yeah. is Well, I, I'm
1: disgusting. sure that's part of it, but I can tell you, I, I know him, and he's extremely mm-hmm. lazy. And he doesn't want I, I feel to do I a that.
4: little nauseous right now. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, if if you maintain them properly, then you're fine. You know, you have to make sure that, like, I have a vacuum flush system. I have two bathrooms on the boat, and so I have two vacuum flush systems. As long as you make sure that uh, they're, you know, they're, they're serviced regularly and adjusted, they have these, these things called duck bills on them. Oh, yeah. You have to make sure you have to make sure those are adjusted properly. Mm-hmm. You're fine. You don't get any smell. You know what's great is when you get the calls about the duckbill valves that have reversed themselves. <laughs> oh well, ass. yeah,
1: but what, what are they going to do when they say, if they come across a, a, a captain like my friend who doesn't uh, let the the guests in him, he doesn't use his own uh, well, facility. I, my, and then they're like, point, hey, you haven't pumped for five months. There's no way you've been holding it that long, buddy. Well, what are, what my question the- is this?
3: I could see where the marinas obviously have to keep record of that. Uh, mm-hmm. For environmental regulations, for county, rec, whatever it may be, but for boat owners to then have to have that on board, that's
4: uh, for me, that's a little bit of government well, overreach. You don't. Yeah, but, I, I totally agree with that because, I mean, how are they going to be able to tell? Like, my boat is technically liveaboard capable. It's got two bedrooms, two bathrooms. You could live on it all day long. And there are people in, in, in my marina that live on boats exactly like mine. So they pump out twice a month. I pump out once every two months.
1: Right. That's what of, I'm saying. Because yeah.
4: of, we're, we're there on the weekends. And yeah, so Some
1: people eat more but, fiber than others. How are you going to yeah.
4: re- regulate this <laughs> problem?
1: Yeah. I mean, I like eat a lot of <laughs>
4: salads and, you know. it's and, right.
1: Barry, but, what say but, you? But, what do you think, yeah. Barry? <laughs> wait, 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 let me swallow
2: here. Okay. Um, <laughs> weird. I I mean, this would be be the same as every year when you go to your local pharmacy and get a sheet with all the medications you took. You could probably do the same thing at your marina, is that every year they would have a sheet with all the times you had to pump out. Be careful how you say
3: sheet. Yeah, but the government isn't requiring you to keep on your person a list of all the medications that you've taken over the
2: last year and at the times when you've taken them. Right. But on the other side of the coin, I'm sure there are a lot of people that maybe don't pump out as much as they should well exactly
1: so how are you going to even uh you know uh, how are you going to regulate this i don't know of how many
3: how often i pump out my waste tank on my boat hey government stay out of my life stay out of my boat stay out of my waste tank
2: it's a freedom (laughs) pump
1: (laughs) i don't know where this is uh we're we're talking about a state law in florida correct mike well, yeah,
4: FWC. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a Florida. Well, I don't. Yeah, the uh, the the regulation is a is a state of Florida regulation.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, sounds like yeah, a bunch it makes of crap. No sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go there eventually. All right, more coming up on the world of boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I normally don't have a burger, a and a steak but it is 4th of July. <laughs> and uh, I need the energy if I'm going to start blowing crap up. That's what the Founding Fathers would want. Look the
1: fourth of July, look the fourth of July. I do it up big on the
3: fourth of July. No. Fourth, fourth, fourth of July. Four, 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 fourth of July. Everybody. Fourth, fourth, fourth of July. Four 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 fourth of July. Four 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 four
4: four 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 four
1: four four. I think we get the idea. Okay, cool. This is the world of voting. Hopefully you're making the best of the fourth of July weekend. Uh Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boat around and out the crew. Patrick, what say you?
3: Uh I just before we get to Barry's uh update on trailer of Woe. Mm-hmm. Um uh, <laughs> and that's Wo W H O A. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Uh, with the Fourth of July uh holiday fast approaching. Uh, we have talked about this every year. I just want to do the, uh, traditional Captain Patrick PSA to all boaters out there, especially those of you who trailer your boats, stay home. Don't do it. Don't go out on the water late at night. If you are going to plan on anchoring and staying for a very long time. And please, 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 please. And this is all seriousness. Do not, if you're at helm of the boat, indulge with alcohol, be the sober driver. Barry, right, off to you.
1: And if off you are, this. do what Barry does. Get liquored up and set off your flares.
2: <laughs> yes, I uh, already tried. I had some 2011 flares I tried to lighten up. They wouldn't light. They wouldn't light. Reason why. Yeah, they really? were that old. They, they'd they expired. So that, I That's
3: actually to a great thing to bring up because it points out that if you're carrying expired flares and you don't normally get boarded for safety inspection or whatever, they're not going to work.
4: <laughs>
2: that's right but uh what would you like to know uh first we had a we have a listener uh, what mr mr you lie yeah no i don't mr oh. todd chambers is that okay. correct todd, todd chambers yeah i, yes. I know Todd. Um, sure, he listens to our show and uh good for him hmm
1: glutton he, for uh, punishment okay he got sent, it.
2: he sent us an advertisement for a company in clearwater florida called gulf marine of clearwater and they sell uh, cross members and other parts for trailers.
1: Ah, to help so, you out with your trail or, or yeah, tail of your trailer issue. Ta- yeah.
2: the tail of trailer. Um, mm-hmm. I spoke to a, a woman named Gianna and uh, sent her some photos and some uh, drawings. And we're she trying told to you work to get out. lost. Not yet. Uh, okay. but she did say that we could probably throw something together because I guess a lot of trailers nowadays, you know, those vertical—what would you call them—standoffs that are welded to the cross member. Yeah, for the bunks? Yeah, for the bunks. Yeah, uh, Apparently, they have ones that are universal that I guess you could just run a screw through them or, or somehow adjust the height. I don't know. Huh. So we're going to okay. find out.
1: Okay. Uh, so awesome. you ordered them or are you just going to well, go over there? I haven't done that make?
2: yet. I, I sent her some more drawings. She needed to know some uh, facts about the width, the inside width and the outside width. It's calling me now? My dog. Yeah. Uh, of the uh, outside rails of the trailer. So I had to do those measurements. I sent those off with some photographs to show her how everything is set up. And then she'll contact me next week. And if she says, yeah, we can do something, then I'll just pop the uh, cross member off. I already told Patrick how I do that and uh, drive up there.
3: Yeah, look, I still think you should have just gone to like Lowe's and got a 4 by 4 and just cut it to width uh, and uh, shoved it up in there. And then uh, you're good to go. Well, yeah, kind so of, I'd- kind of tie do, cut the four by four, shove it up in there between the two uh, outside rails, and then tie wrap it to the existing cross member. Oh, okay. because that's what we do in the state of Florida. Uh, yeah. For
1: anyone just tuning in right now, <laughs> at that particular, <laughs> this is the world of boating. We're talking about Barry's trailer, right? Uh, <laughs>
2: the other thing you could just duct tape around the uh, you know the rusty part. Oh yeah. Well, that you know, if you can't see it. It doesn't doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Hmm. So, uh, But I did take the prize out. She ran beautifully. (laughs) It had been over a year since I had run her. But that gas was still good because I put stay built in there.
1: I put stabilizer in there. Why Why had I not
2: taken it out? Yeah. Because for whatever reason, in 2021, I just wasn't taking her out. I was doing other things. Lazy. It could have been that. But really, I I loved it out there. I had a great time. Uh, The boat ran great no issues with it um i had rebuilt the uh vhf system uh in the in you know for the how, uh, how much how much of the work that you
3: did do you think you wouldn't have had to do had you been using your
2: boat at least once a month the previous year uh, i don't think i would have had as much of an issue with the cross member because i would have caught it earlier and taking care of it earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I mean, duct a tape a is, shock, a, yeah. is an easy supply, so, you
3: know. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but, I mean, you would have probably caught corrosion, uh, especially, like, on your fuel-separating uh, water filter bracket. You know, you probably would have caught a lot of that stuff a lot earlier.
2: Well, that was already uh, already corroding. I just decided when I saw it, I said, ah, you know, so it's time to change that. It could, because, really, that's where my antenna coupler was. I'll
3: wait till the filter's laying in the bilge. Mm. <laughs> and, As
2: most boaters do. When I start smelling gas, then I know it's time to change it. <laughs> right. right. You know, um, the fuel lines happy. will keep it together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the other things I have to do is I have to send, send you a drawing. But um, all the oil lines, uh, that this is one of those. It's a two-stroke engine that you don't mix the oil. It has a oil pump that pumps it into the... Uh, Intakes. It's oil injected. It's oil injected. And all those oil lines are no longer as soft and supple as they Oh, Oh, so, so they started to crack out? No, they're not cracked yet. But, well, I put, you I use um, Boeing uh, T-9 spray on everything there. Uh-huh. They use that on aircraft engines. And it seems to have uh, taken care of it to a point. But I really need to replace all those uh, lines. So I Yeah, because that's all of about like 10 bucks. Well, I got to go to Yamaha Place and find them because these are all pre-bent and everything. Uh, I'm I'm not going to go into an aquarium store and just use a bunch (laughs) of vinyl tubing. uh, They only do that in Miami. Or make make a look. Wrap duct tape around them. Yeah, right. It works. (laughs) But uh, I plan on taking Surprise out tomorrow. Um, Early morning? Early morning. I wish I could have taken around about four days ago. The ocean was absolutely flat. I could have gone to Bimini and back.
1: Yes, in your 17-foot center console Triumph uh, non-sinkable sure. boat.
2: Well, I could have gone one way. I would have needed another 10 gallons to make it back. Well,
1: you could have well, got Well, that's that. why you
3: carry a couple extra you know, fuel jobs. Fuel yeah, but you could I have got fuel that. on the Bahamas. But
2: then if you get boarded, then oh, you're like, you why are you carrying this
3: extra fuel, fuel, drug runner?
2: Right, but you can't just go into the Bahamas and get fuel without having to pay a fee. Isn't that correct?
1: Well, yeah. If you're going to go through customs and immigration, yes, you're going to have to pay a fee.
2: Wait, wait, wait. So you're you're saying that I could stop at Bimini just to get fuel and then leave? Yeah, y- I don't yeah, have to you, go through customs. No,
1: yeah, you do have to go through customs. Absolutely. I oh, would have to. Yeah, do that. but then
2: then you would have to pay that. Oh, that fee is only for docking, then?
1: No, no. You have to you have to pay customs, Bahamas immigration, go through the whole process. But the but that fee you're talking about. Uh, they, you know, it does, it, it's not just for one trip. You can, I think it's like a six month or a year fee thing. Now. You
2: could do two, no, you could do two trips within six months. But I thought what I would need to do is if I went over there is to refuel. Could I just, like stay right off the dock and then you know hang it over the side and just refuel my tank so I could leave without. I think to do once well you I, go
3: into their waters, you're considered. Um, uh... Ah, see, yeah, you got to call yeah. somebody. We're good. See, what you got to do is you got to look. You got to look at their their multi pass uh, setup. So like you can get the three day pass, or you can get the six month pass with another six months free, or you can get the one year pass right. with an additional three months after that, which will allow you access to
2: the wacky water wheel. Ah, okay yeah so when i'm in the uh local pimity <laughs> jail and i'm calling greg help me get out of here like greg's gonna answer your call <laughs>
1: yeah hey hey and uh look bonus now uh, in the Bahamas, you don't have to get tested before you go in if you've been vaccinated so they just released that restriction oh. on having to get tested to uh you know get into the bahamas so there you well, go if Garrett. i start
2: coughing maybe they throw me out
1: well if uh, you, i don't think they'll need that as an excuse just you oh, okay. opening your mouth would be enough. <laughs> Just go in there and say, be the yeah. Ah, get out of here. There's that, too. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is better,
2: better as, as a motor.
1: motor. Safe voting, everyone.